0: Snop Production.
1: It's Friday. Happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday.
2: I like to call him Mr. Happy. Happy, 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 joy, joy. Happy days. We dance, we kiss, we schmooze, we carry on, we go home happy. What do you say?
0: It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast!
2: Well, one of my favourite things about this Twenty Twenty World Cup, Alex Dyson, which is, has been going and um, is know. seems oh, to go cricket? forever, as cricket World cups tend to. Do. I know. They um, even <laughs> took it down to T Twenty and still. <laughs> still <woo. laughs> yeah. But um, but did you see the uh, the Zimbabwe Pakistan feud that unraveled when um, Zimbabwe, <laughs> the Zimbabwean president. Got angry about Pakistan sending uh Pak Bean over. Did you see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> the, the, There's a, a few years ago there was a situation where the Zimbabwean festival was promising to have Mr. Bean at the festival, but instead it was this Pakistan. Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, but instead a Pakistani comedian known as Mr. Pak Bean performed um, the comedy routine and people were <laughs> were mad. <laughs> So They did bring a Mr. Bean, but not the <laughs> Mr. Bean. Oh, and his name's Pak Bean. Um, he, he looks really similar to me, but it's just a slightly Pakistani version. And, um, anyways, when, when just off air, you were mentioning something about you being somewhat of a uh, Pak Bean yourself.
1: <laughs> Pak Bean? That's the weirdest intro. I was like. No, I just said. In America, it's funny <laughs> it's, you're talking to people because this is it. This is my last last day here. I'm about to jump on the plane and come home. Yeah, but um, I was I was chatting to some Americans. They will try to do the Australian accent, and they say, "Oh, could you do an American accent?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, not really. I give it a go sometimes. You know, whether it's you know your your southern drawl, or you try and do your Boston, like you try and be like Mark Wahlberg in Boston, and that sort of thing." Or um, I said done, I'd done a Barack Obama on the on the radio. Ooh, before. here like, we go. I oh, Barack, and I, and I, I gave him my Barack Obama, and they were like, "Oh my god, that was like spot on!" And I'm like, "Really?
2: Well, go on. Don't, don't leave know, us hanging. What'd you do?"
1: On. Well, I don't know that the uh, American people think the Alex Dyson impression of Barack Obama is spot on. <laughs> That's not bad. I mean, it's not too bad. Can you do a Trump? <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I could do a tremendous Donald Trump. I know some of the best <laughs> Donald Trump impressions are come by me. Many people say, many people say that I am the best Donald Trump impersonator. Uh, <laughs> I not know. Not quite there. Hey, but so uh, this bad. week, did you see celebrating the two-year anniversary when Rudy, Rudy Giuliani held the press conference live for four seasons total landscaping? <laughs>
2: I that not was a good anniversary
1: it. over here in America. Well, look,
2: we are celebrating here today ourselves. It is a Friday, and what better reason to celebrate with another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast now? Speaking of impersonators, well, well actually, no, speaking of some, something like Pack Bean, a um, bit of a nickname. I've got a nickname that has come back to haunt me, which I'll explain Uh-oh. a little bit later. And Alex Dyson, it is your last day in the States, but you've been somewhere pretty spectacular, so I want to hear all about it. I've packed my bags, and I have been somewhere impressive. And we've also got a very special friend of a friend on the show that you might hear in Mailbag a little bit later on. This is Matt and Alex's All Day Breakfast. Let's dive right in.
0: This is just the start.
1: Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go,
2: here
0: we go. Matt and Alex's All Day Breakfast.
2: Well, earlier this week, Alex Dyson, I rudely claimed that I didn't think about you once on our break, and that's a lie. Uh, you did cross my mind. Um, and not in a good way. Oh uh, got a little man. bit of yeah, got a little bit of beef, my dude. Um, because you know, have you ever had a situation where an old nickname just comes back to haunt ya? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I had a co-host who started calling me a name that's suddenly
2: stuck. A
1: canine <laughs> rodent hybrid <laughs>
2: I hope that's on your passport when you're trying to get into the states, <laughs> uh, Mr. Ratdog. Well, I was having, I was enjoying a really great day at the uh, Sydney Streets Festival that was happening in Glebe. If you don't know anything about the Sydney Streets Festivals, they're trying to revamp a bit of Sydney, get people out and about, support local businesses, etc. So they're blocking off streets and in different parts of the city, and week by week, you know, two weeks ago it was Redfern, this week it was Glebe, and. Um, being a bit close to where I live, I thought, oh, let's pop down to the, uh, to this joint. Right. Sure. And it was great. It was so good being able to just walk down the middle of the streets. I was, you know, seeing all the, all the restaurants and bars just packed full of people. It was beautiful weather. There was bands, you know, marching bands walking through, people dancing, your performers, street artists, all that sort of stuff. And you
1: thought, well, this is delightful. You knew, you know who else is delightful? Alex Dyson. That's how, that's how I crossed your mind?
2: No. Not quite, mate. What happened was a guy spotted me across the crowd, he yelled out, "Ah, oh, Maddie!" And I said, "Oh, hello." He came up walking walking towards me. He says, How's it going, man? I said, oh, good. He goes, hey, good to see you out and about. Then he put his hand up for a high five. And so I went to high five him. And then he goes, ooh, and did the pullback. So I air swing. Oh, you gave and a And he goes, freshie. sorry, Matty boy. I've been wanting to do that for a long time. Matt no five. And then walked off. And I swear to God. It was like every school injustice had just been, like, I'd been reminded of it. Like, it was like my bully from school just flushed my head again, you know? I was like, I just, the anger, the frustration, the shame, the embarrassment. I actually, I I said, you
1: dog, as he walked off laughing down the street. Were you there with your daughter? Did she have to witness the humiliation of her father?
2: (laughs) Yes. Sophia saw it, man. And oh, not just Sophia. God. Sophia's friend from daycare saw it
1: too. How could any of them have any respect for you after this? <laughs> oh, my God. Couldn't even give him on the flip side. Oh, too slow.
2: <laughs> and as soon as it happened, as soon as it happened, I thought, Alex Dyson. Okay? Because you are the one who set me up for this Matt No 5 business. That
1: was Brizza from DY from memory. <laughs> Who tried to give you a high five and you refused to do it. He started the hashtag MattNoFive. I had nothing to do with this.
2: Then you encouraged everyone. Then you said, oh, Matt's going to this, that festival in Newcastle. If anyone sees him, try and get him to do an air swing and try and get him to high five and not high five him. And it happened.
1: It'd be so, so funny. Like on your deathbed, the doctors saying, "Like, look, there's nothing more we can do. We're just going (laughs) to ease the pain, but we got through this together." Hey, (laughs) you of put up your head. He goes, "Ooh," (laughs) just your limp arm goes past, and just as you drift (laughs) off into the silent slumber, you go. (laughs) Dog.
2: <laughs> so we asked you, when has a nickname come back to haunt you, Alex Dyson? Yeah, and a friend of the show, Ray Johnson, um, has
1: gotten in touch and said, uh, I had Ray J, which kind of hit a low point for a while there, thanks to the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. Um, and yes, uh, so a famous, famous
2: video, content creation. Uh, Jackson said, tried to give myself the nickname Trigger in year five. The boys took the piss for the rest of my time at school. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, trying to oh. give yourself the nickname is really where it, it's the warning sign in general. It
1: is, <laughs> yeah, I'd be interested to know, Trig, Trigger, when, um, why you decided on Trigger and <laughs> what the initial reaction to it was and whether they just kept... Kept it up for the whole rest of your schooling league days.
2: Um, Amelia said, I was nicknamed Molly in year eight. Now everyone thinks I take a lot of Molly, which is not the case. <laughs> yeah. Okay. that I can understand that. And Andrew got in touch with us as well. Andrew, your parents had a nickname for you. Yes, they did. G'day,
1: boys. Um, throughout high school, I was getting called Ted and Teddy by my mum and dad <coughs> and my sisters. And wasn't entirely sure of what it meant till a few years later when they told me that it was just a shortening of the word shithead. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I just spat on my laptop screen. That was that was incredible. What what did you think it was? It was like Big Ted or something like that? What? I just <laughs> I just didn't give it too much. No, I just played with it and then. <laughs> And then one day they told me, yeah, it's just a shorting of shithead because I was a bit of a shithead in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: uh,
0: yeah.
2: oh, Andrew, that's too good. Well, thanks very much for letting us know that, Teddy. We appreciate it. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Mate, were you a fan of National Lampoons? I was more of a police academy kind of guy. (laughs) Old uh, Michael Winslow doing the old...
0: (laughs) What
1: what was that meant to be? (laughs) Because he did good impressions of identifiable sounds. (laughs) I could not tell what you were aiming for. All right, fine. You want
2: me to do a proper one? Here we go. Here we go. Oh, my gosh. Where did this door come from? Let me open it. Oh, no. It's full of... Turkeys. <laughs> ah, get out of here. Ah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've chewed into a man slowly losing his marbles here <laughs> on all day breakfast. <laughs> As we descend.
2: I was fighting off the turkeys in the room. Oh, there's another one. Whoa.
1: I don't know what's happening in your head right now, but I think the turkeys are winning. That is what's going on in that brain goo of yours there, Matt O'Kai. No, look, I only ask because I remember the National Lampoons. I think my favorite was the Christmas episodes. Oh, yeah.
2: I certainly um, remember the, the VHS covers of them all. Chevy Chase usually doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But the other one, like a
1: lot of American road trip movies, they go to the Grand Canyon. And, Matt, on my trip here in America, where I'm currently broadcasting from for this week of all-day breakfast, I was fortunate enough to take my van to pack it up to uh, to drive along to
2: the biggest hole in the world. Now, when I – I've mentioned this a couple of times to people, but when you go to see the Taj Mahal, I've mm-hmm. seen it twice – and both times I've been there, you actually you do see it, and you go, "This is amazing." Mm. You know, sometimes these things that you're like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see them," and then you see them, and you're like, "That's it," like that's the you know, thing that people are you know, really. You know what,
1: you know what I copped for that Mona Lisa? <laughs> did, did, yeah, it's small, man. It is small. <laughs> it's it's pretty petite. <laughs> The Mona Lisa. Yeah. A, it not, it's made to look small as well by the crowds around it. Yeah. The, I mean, um, I imagine
2: it's a decent size. I wouldn't, wouldn't imagine it's a wall mural, but I'd imagine it's big enough. But yeah. Is it just a, sort of a little the old painting? You know trim the forest to make the trees look taller? <laughs> I don't do that with the Mona Lisa. <laughs> the crowds are big. They're massive. <laughs> i gotta, I got to give it a trim. Wow. Is the Grand Canyon, do you go, whoa? Well.
1: Matt, the cool thing about it is, you know, the podcast is such an intimate medium. Like you listening right now, you've got your headphones in your ears. You got Matt and I chatting to you right now. And so as storytellers, as broadcasters, we can take you direct to the moment in our minds when these things happen. And I knew Matt, that turning up to the grand Canyon, I wanted to bring you the audience with me, okay, so that you could experience this breathtaking moment at the same time as I did. So um, let's let's go to the video so that we can enjoy this together. Here I am in Arizona, standing by a roadside lookout at one of the wonders of the world, the Grand Canyon, and it's buddy freezing. I'm standing at the edge, looking out. Uh, And before me, I can see nothing but white fog. Um, There's a little bit of sort of yellow rock to the left with some couple of trees on it, but out into the canyon, (laughs) it is just a blank void uh, because this little snowstorm has come through and I'm getting snowed on while I'm talking to you. Look, there's snow on my phone. Oh, my God. Um, But the positive side of all of this is that you listening are now have seen as much of the Grand Canyon as I have. Um, just by shutting your eyes and looking straight ahead or picking up a blank A4 sheet of paper and holding it right in front of your eyes, um, you, like me, are looking at the Grand Canyon. So congratulations. You've done it. Um, oh, God, a bit of snow went down my back. Okay, I'm getting back in the car. Bye. Oh, Absolute
2: oh. fizzer. Oh Absolute God. fizzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, did you like, did the, did the fog subside and you can finally see it? There was some
1: subsidence of fog. Luckily, like it broke through a little bit, came back again. Like I got to get a bit of a glimpse. It's like the hole's massive. I did get to see a massive hole. All right. So that was all right. When the bit of this thing cleared, I sat in the car for a little bit. I got to see a few glimpses. That was good. I went and camped, not so far away, pulled the van in, tried to cook some bloody pasta in the snow. That didn't work all that well, but... Then the next morning, the weather had cleared and I went to go back to see it again. So I did get to see a bit of oh, Grand Canyon phew. in the end. But for a while there, I was very worried getting out of the car. I wasn't prepared for snow because you look at the Grand Canyon on the, on the TV and all that. It's like a hot red, you know, wasteland that you think is just going to be sunny all the time. <laughs> I can't believe there's snow there. That doesn't.
2: Yeah. It, how does getting that make absolutely sense? i pummeled like, with
1: this stuff. Is, are you quite high up, are you? Well, it's weird. I don't I don't know. Like the the canyon goes down, it's formed over, you know, millions of years. The river, the Colorado River going through, and just like as it inches through, everything, like the sides erode and fall down, creating this massive crater. But yeah, at the top, it gets pretty chilly in the winter. And I got, got this snowstorm. I woke up in the van the next morning and there's there's frost in the van on the roof. And you know, when you try and move your head onto the cool side of the pillow, it's just if I move my head on the pillow, I'd like putting it on this freezing bit of fabric. So yeah, it was quite, quite remarkable. But for a while there, I thought there's no Grand Canyon for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, uh, the fog subsided and you were able to see the uh, giant mm-hmm. hole that is the Grand Canyon, uh, just like you listening can finally bear witness to the giant hole that is Matt now, all day <laughs> breakfast. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we're a whole, a whole lot of fun. Go go go. go, go
2: ah, the turkeys are back.
0: <laughs> get, get cooking goose down there? Oh, no.
2: Well, Christmas is approaching Alex Dyson, and we're talking about people gallivanting around the globe with a big. You can't say that, mate. Don't be like the supermarkets. Don't be like the
1: Starbucks over here, we have already got their snowmen cookies.
2: What are you talking about? You no, know, you're allowed to start talking Christmas as soon as October hits. What? No! Yeah. It's far too early for that. No, you've got to get the time, long please. lead up, mate. Anyways, I'm talking about people walking all over the place with big sacks of goodness. And um, you know, not just Santa, but all year round, the postperson delivering goodies to our doorsteps every single day, and uh, we are no different. Which is why we present to you the mailbag every yeah. Friday, which is all of the correspondence that we. Or some of the correspondence that we weren't able to get back to during the week and uh, pay enough attention to, which we like doing.
1: Yeah, if it's not clear throughout the week, Mailbag solidifies it. You are the stars of this podcast, so we appreciate you getting in touch, uh, even if we don't get it to you in a timely manner. Today is the day. Gemma sent us a message regarding backhanded compliments saying a colleague said this to me and other people when talking about teaching, writing responses to professional development and talking in meetings. Yeah. Gemma's really good at pulling shit out of her
2: ass. (laughs) Thanks. Not bad, Gem. Uh, Ray said with regards to the topic of uh, a good deed done in vain, Ray said, "Uh, we got a new kitten this year. And early on it ran up to the top of one of our trees. It started raining and the cat was crying and meowing from the top. So I was out there trying to help it down, soaking wet with sore eyes from looking up into the treetop in the pouring rain. As soon as I got it back to the house, it left out of my arms and bolted straight back up to the top of the tree. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it.
1: (laughs) Oh, Ray. Adele. The previous winner of um, Drop That Coin got in touch saying Clickfish and be questioning if I know how to pronounce my own name, <laughs> which is right. Adele. Yeah. He
0: came and asked me how I say my Adele. name and I was like, Adele. How it was She was like,
2: Adele. They do it, Adele. 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 But we've also
1: got another special guest right now, Matt, who got in touch with the show. It's a big hello to
2: Michelle. G'day, Michelle.
0: Hi, how are you
2: now, Michelle? What's your relationship to the Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast Show?
0: Well, I have a daughter um, who's almost sixteen, who regularly uh, gives you some tips on how to be cool. Oh,
1: <laughs> it's Sarah's,
2: mom Sarah's and Michelle. mum,
1: Michelle. <laughs> yes, indeed. You must get advice <laughs> from Sarah every day about what's hitting, Michelle.
0: Um, I'm too old to care about what's hitting really.
2: <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Well, I feel like the, the the reason why you're chatting to us right now is going to not be a positive one then. What's happening, Michelle?
0: Matt, I've got words. <laughs> you and I. You and I. Look at me, look at me, look at me. <laughs> I was listening to your podcast recently, just catching up because I I usually save them up for when I have... Trip for work, so I can be entertained. And I heard you mentioned that seventeen was the prime age for um, somebody to start having a baby. <laughs> oh, Not goodness. okay, Matt. Not okay. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, oh my goodness. Okay, wait, wait. Are you Your a wonderful look- daughter, Sarah? Sixteen, <laughs> only one year away, is what Matt's saying. That yep, is outrageous. He's about to become
0: productive, apparently. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, uh, look. Uh, if,
2: if you're able to, you know, uh, take, take uh, yourself, extract yourself from this situation, I mm-hmm. mean, surely you could imagine Sarah being energetic enough, smart enough, you know, with it enough to be able to bring life to the world, raise them.
0: Yeah. You know, and be incredibly poor in the process <laughs> of doing so.
1: Yeah, look, it's not. Well, it's, as, as a mum yourself. Michelle, you'd you'd have a bit, probably a bit more knowledge about this. Do you have a prime age for uh, having a baby?
0: Yeah, actually, I've had some thinking about this because I've had four. So (laughs) my eldest is 27, youngest is 15, almost 16. And I think, you know, you're onto something there, Matt. But what you were failing to think about is that you get ageing parents. So when you actually have your children much later in life, you're not only caring for your children, you're also starting to have to look out for your parents. Oh, so to...
2: See, I mean, that's almost what I was trying to say. So look, if she, if Sarah were to have...
0: But not, not 17, maybe
2: 25. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, because I mean, I was thinking the other thing is when you're 17, you've also got parents who are still... They're still in parent mindset. I mean, oh, yes. Oh, you do a little hand pass, <laughs> are you, Matt? How you feel about that one, <laughs> Oh, Michelle? I
0: see. so. That the grandchildren become yours
1: <laughs> You're almost free. You're almost getting your youngest to eighty years of age and suddenly, bam, you're, it's like losing a video game. You're back at the first level again. <laughs>
0: I, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Pull it out <laughs> from the wall. Unplug it.
2: Um, no, look, Michelle. Thank you for you know giving your input. I mean, mother of four. I'm sure that you look. I'll I'll give it to you. You certainly know a little bit more about it than me. So, thank you for providing that input. And and look, of course, nobody should come to Matt and Alex for advice about anything. <laughs> so please, I can't stress this enough. We are not your points. Of reference. Yeah, reference or recommendation. (laughs) Okay. Do not listen to anything we have to say. Financial advice, legal advice,
1: medical (laughs) advice, parenting advice is the wrong podcast. (laughs) There's plenty of them out there, not this one. But, (laughs) Michelle, we cannot thank you enough for um, not only joining us today, but having your uh, wonderful daughter and daughters now, multiple daughters, be on all day breakfast in the past. You're you're joining an elite crew. We'll hopefully get the entire uh, family on at some stage.
0: Oh, that could be dangerous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that brings us to the end of... All day breakfast for the date. Thank you very much to Michelle for joining us. And thank you to everyone for getting in touch via Alex, You can do it anytime, whether it's for a mind-blown, uh, whether it is for mailbag of any of the topics, whether it is to just uh, ask Matt O'Kind to give you a high five.
2: We do not mind. Please but, don't. But Matty, will be
1: back on your side of the pond next week. So I can't wait to, uh, to catch up with you again, mate.
2: Yeah, I can't wait to be in the same place. And we're going to be in the same place at, at the same time next week. So I hope we'd see you there. Have a good weekend. Bye bye.
0: That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at mat.n.